Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. It's all about the soy sauce, the new street drug that promises an out-of-body experience with each hit. Users drift across time and space and all dimensions, but some who come back are no longer human. Suddenly, the silent otherworldly invasion is underway, and mankind needs a hero. And that is the setup for a terrific uh, film that it hits the theaters today. That would be January 25th, uh, and that is John Dies at the End. We're joined by the director, Don Coscarelli, who you will know him from Phantasm, Phantasm 2, <laughs> Phantasm 3, Beastmaster, and one of my favorite films, Bubba Hotep. But he's here today to talk about his new film, John Dies at the End. Don, welcome to Film School. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're, thank you for being here. And uh, exciting uh, opening today, uh, John Dies at the End. Uh, you'll, you'll be at the, the New Art Theater, if I'm correct, tonight. Is that yeah, right? It's up at uh, uh, the Landmarks New Art Theater. It's at, um, in West Los Angeles at the uh, intersection of the 405 and Santa, Santa Monica, Monica Boulevard. Absolutely. And we'll be there in the evening shows. And I'm bringing some of the uh, cast along. Uh, and it's uh, and one very interesting cast member in uh, Angus Scrim, who starred in my Phantasm movies many years ago, oh. who has a nice role in John Dies at the End. Nice. Oh, very good. Very cool to hear. All right, so you'll be there. According to my information, it looks like the 7.30 show, Q&A. Yes, yeah, well, actually, I think we're going to be there for all the evening shows. And then you're going to introduce the 9.55, yeah. And, and, okay. Even a midnight show. Midnight show. That's a long <laughs> Got some coffee and some, you know, with you. It'll be everybody. It's great. It'll, it's an, look, this is a wonderful kind of uh, mixture film of uh, comedy, horror, fantasy, a lot of different elements in it. Tell me a little bit about how this uh, project came to you and, and your involvement with uh, one of the key people in this um um, oh my God! Um, just I, I had a brain fart. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, thank you. I I love him, and I'm so. Oh my God! I'm I'm mortified. Yes, of course, he, he, Paul Giamatti. He's a, Paul's a terrific actor. Uh, I, I mean, maybe the greatest living actor on the planet, uh, and 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 beloved by uh, worldwide. I absolutely, and again, I just I just had a brain fade for an embarrassing one, and nonetheless. But tell us a little bit about your involvement with the project, as well as Paul Giamatti. Oh this. yeah. Well, um, listen. Mike, um, this is one of the weirdest origins of any movie I've been involved with because, truthfully, it came uh, from a robot. <laughs> I got this email in my inbox from a robot at Amazon.com, and it told me in the email that if I liked that last book that I had ordered, which I think it was a piece of zombie fiction, mm -hmm. that I would love John Dies at the End. It had made this decision and sent me this, this log line about the movie, which I read, and I think you were reading the log line when you opened up the movie, mm -hmm. I mean the show today. Right. And in any case, uh, I ordered the book, and the Amazon robot was right. This was a terrific book written by a guy named David Wong, first-time author, and uh, I just thought it would make for a terrific movie. It was uh, concurrently, I had gotten to know Paul Giamatti through an introduction through her director, Eli Roth, mm -hmm. who had met up with him and told me that all Paul could talk about was Baba Hotep, and I should meet him, and, and I did, and he really liked Baba Hotep, Paul did. 
And so we started talking, and Paul's got this cool little production company called Touchy Feely Films, and they've made some interesting movies like Cold Souls, and they've got a new one coming out called Lucky Dog with Giamatti and Paul Rudd that looks sounds like a hoot. But anyway, uh, Paul and his partner came on board to help us uh, produce the movie, and uh, we were on our way. Fantastic. Well, tell me a little bit about the, the kind of once you had Paul on board, did you have, uh, how did it come together in terms of just the production of the, or getting everything sort of put together? Well, well was it was that... interesting because we went down, uh, started to go the traditional um, studio path. And uh, Paul and I had been, uh, actually had been trying to get a different movie financed, and that one didn't seem to be going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But we had a, a meeting with a, a studio executive. And, you know, the thing is, is when you go into a meeting, uh, with a studio executive, then you go in with a, a talent like Paul, it's right. a whole different response. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, uh, well, what do you want guys want to do? Well, let's make your movie type of thing. <laughs> and uh, I could just tell this person really wanted to be in the Paul Giamatti business. So afterwards, after that robot email had arrived, and after I'd contacted David Wong and, and secured the movie rights from him, I gave this script to Paul, and I said, this is a crazy script. And, uh, you know, first off, do you think you might want to be in it? And he got the weird humor and the strange, bizarre, you know, horrifying aspects to it. Mm -hmm. And he took it back to that studio executive and and gave uh, them a big uh, push, you know, about how much he liked the script and thought it would make for a great movie. And then we got this uh, response back that he shared from the studio. And basically what she said was that it was uh, so... uh, this person just got the story completely. You know, there was a, a like a two-page description of how cool it was and everything that we did. And the, in the last paragraph says, and that's exactly right. Our studio, why our studio could never make this film, because <laughs> we would have to remove in our development process. We'd have to remove oh. everything in there that that you love. Oh. So we realized it wasn't going to happen there. Yeah, so we we kept the budget pretty modest, and then we were able to get some outside funding and. Uh, uh, basically shot it uh, pretty much around um, Southern California. Um, we shot in the city of uh, Paramount. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's yes. up near Long Beach a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of other locations around. Out in Norwalk, we shot a big, or excuse me, Whittier, a big section at this abandoned youth prison that had a lot of uh, really great locations for us. Well, you know, and by the way, I'm um, doing a little research on on you. Um, I understand you're from from Long Beach. Uh, and uh, by the way, we're speaking with Don Carscarelli, the director of uh, John Dies at the End, as well as other films, Baba Hotep and Phantasm. So you're a Long Beach guy. Yes, absolutely. Where from? Fact, what part? Uh, just uh, in sort of eastern Long Beach. I lived there from the time I was four until the time. Also lived in Orange County a little bit down in, in Seal Beach and. Yeah. Los Alamitos. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I grew up, made all my little student project films in that area. And uh, it's funny, after high school, a lot of us uh, went in different directions. I migrated a little north up towards the movie business, but I had so many friends who went south, went to Irvine, and established businesses down in Orange County, where it was uh, yeah. obviously a uh, mecca of money-making. Yeah, ob- obviously. I wish I'd found that, found the key to the mecca, but nonetheless, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a Long Beach guy. I was born in Long Beach. My parents, grandparents were oh, nice. raised well, in Long, Long Beach. Wilson. 
How are you? Oh well, um, I we ended up in Buena Park, but uh, my my dad went to St. Anthony's. My mom went to St. Anthony's. Uh, I shot uh, my first movie at St. Anthony's. Oh, is that <laughs> right? Okay. Well, all right. Well, great. Uh, and and by the way, I, I have to say the the film uh, John dies at the end. It's in, and and as well as Bubba Hotep, as a lot a lot of your films, finding this the this mix, this appropriate mix of humor and horror and fantasy. Uh, is a very is a very difficult one to pull off successfully, and you've done you've been able to do this for through a number of different films. Is there so, something in your the sensibility? Is it your script? Uh, you know how you go about shooting it. What is it? What are the elements that you bring to a film, and you're able to pull all of these different elements together so effectively? Well, Mike, I think I think first off, I have a respect for the audience. To tell you the truth, mm-hmm. I think that so many of the. Uh, um, the studio films that come out, they're, 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 they're retreads, especially the comedies. I mean, they, 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 they aim so low. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I'm fascinated by movies that push, or movies and projects that push the envelope a little bit. And, uh, you know, when I read this book about John Dies at the End, there are elements in it that are so fantastic mm-hmm. and so creative and bizarre. Yeah. You know, and a lot of my friends, you know, would say, Don, what are you smoking? This is not going <laughs> to... You know, folks are not going to accept this. It's too out there. And, you know, I'd say, well, what's too out there? The the monster made out of freezer meats or the, uh, <laughs> the talking dog or the bratwurst cell phone, you know? <laughs> it has so many really cool aspects to it in a, in a great narrative because it's written by this young first-time uh, author. Yeah. So what I liked about it is it had a, you know, I think the guy spoke from the current generation, yeah. you know, which is, I'm not sure I could write a book like this, but I could certainly make a movie out of his work. Yeah. And so that was, it was a fun combination. And, and it looks, it looks like Paul had a, Paul Giamatti had a good time with this film as well. That'd be uh, Yeah, no question. I mean, he approached John Dazu at the end. What he liked about it was that his role he was playing the Citizen Kane role, where he was the he was the uh, the, the magazine interviewer had to come on the scene mm-hmm. and was trying to piece together the entire story of mm-hmm. our two young slackers, John and Dave, to mm-hmm. find out you know what they were really doing. Are they spiritualists? Are they exorcists? And the story just gets so strange, and we learn secrets about this uh, <laughs> writer character that Giamatti plays that are so stunning. Yeah. That it's just uh, it, it's a great little piece. Yeah, it really is. I, it's a it's a it's a it's fun, and that really is. And I think you you you've uh, put your finger on something that's so important that for a filmmaker, for an artist, to trust uh, his the intelligence and the and the, the depth of understanding that an audience brings to a film. We're, we've grown up with cinema. We understand kind of the language of cinema, so that's part of it. But also trusting that they'll they'll you give us enough information for us to be in on what you're trying to accomplish with this film, and it's it, it just works out beautifully. Well, thank you. That's that's great praise. Yeah, I'm um, so, so happy that you know we were able to get the the film finished, and uh, then was great. We got invited to a number of really nice festivals. We opened yeah. at Sundance last year. Right. And then uh, I got to go to Austin, the South by Southwest, and then Toronto, which is just a great festival for horror and genre. Yeah, it's terrific. Well, uh, again, your uh, uh, director, Don Coscarelli, will be at the uh, New Art, uh, uh, Lemley New Art Theater uh, tonight with uh, cast members uh, Rob Mays, Chase Williamson, and you said... um, Angus Grimm. Angus Grimm. 
Uh, yeah, to, I, and I tried to get him to run the movie down at the University 6, but I had no luck. That's a great theater down there, and we had great screenings of Bubba Hotep back in the day. Yeah, and that's where I saw it. And uh, actually, y- y- they are terrific. University Town Center, they, uh, the, uh, honestly, the best uh, uh, cinema in Orange County for for, for all kinds of films, but particularly if you're interested in indies and docs and yeah, so films. Miguel who runs it, I think Virginia, Vir- Virginia, yeah. Yeah. Virginia oh, Gilbert, great. yeah, yeah, great. yeah, you're you absolutely. Thank you for for mentioning her because she is she's kind of the heart and soul of of that operation. She she really uh, she really is a believer in in the importance and the the quality of independent filmmaking. So. It's great to hear, and it's great. Uh, all this best success with this. Uh, it's like I said, it's a fun film. It's a lot of fun to go and sit and enjoy the ride. Truly enjoy the ride with it, um, and as well as hopeful. I got my fingers crossed and toes crossed that maybe there's a follow up to Bubba. I know there's been some talk, and uh, with the success of John Dies at the End, I, I I feel confident that we'll be able to 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 wish this over the finish line. Maybe possibly. Don? You know, it would be great. Okay. Because, um, I can't tell you how uh, how how passionate the fans are for Baba Hotep, and they want to see that sequel. And uh, you know, with luck, we can pull it off. One well, day. well, excellent. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time out of your. I'm sure a very busy day for you. Uh, you'll be at the New Art tonight, and I'm sure uh, you're being pulled in all directions. So I appreciate your time here on Film School. Thank you. Hey, Mike. Thanks for letting me talk about John Ties at the end. <laughs> all have right. A, have a great day. You thanks. too. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.